Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast, episode 13, in which we ask ourselves the question, can we really experience joy in trials? I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest app. Each week in this podcast, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of busyness and distraction. Again this week, I am with my wonderful wife, Lucinda. Hello, Lucinda. Hello. We're enjoying a couple of weeks in southern France, having something of a late summer holiday. We're um, going to reflect on a verse in in the letter of James. James says these words, My brethren, count it all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces endurance. So the reason for reflecting on this verse is because, as it happens, this particular week, we have been faced with a trial that that has um, caused us to be tempted anyway, to, to be significantly discouraged and disappointed. And, and we've worked through that based on our previous experiences. And maybe Lucinda, you could start by, by telling some of your story about how we've come to that place where I think we can really actually genuinely say that we can consider it joy when we come across trials. We lived in Pakistan as missionaries uh, for six or seven years quite a long time ago now. And for me, it was a big trial from beginning to end. I won't go into all the details now, but basically I had an expectation before I went of what life would be like there and who God would be for me while we were there. I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew that it was crossing cultures there would be challenges. But I just had this, I don't know, this idea, I don't know where I got it from, that God would be really close, that um, I would make, you know, lots of friends easily, that um, we would see maybe some, some Pakistanis giving their lives to Jesus and all these kind of ideas. <clears throat> and in fact, it was not like that at all. Hmm. But the biggest challenge for me was that it felt like no sooner had we arrived that God departed. And I suppose the single most important truth that I learnt from that time, but I, I didn't learn it at the time. This is really important. Mm. I didn't learn this or see it or grasp it at the time. I later learnt this. The single most important truth that I could have applied to that season of trial, had I known about it, was that God is good, mm. that God loves me no matter what is happening in my life and no matter how I feel. Mm -hmm. God is good and God loves me. How I feel is irrelevant. Whether the world around me is crashing down on me is irrelevant. 
the truth is that he is the great unchanging I am. That is the truth that I learnt later. Mm-hmm. I did not apply it to my life at the time. At the time, I wallowed. I wouldn't have said this then, of course, but looking back, I can see it and I read it in my journals. I wallowed in a place of self-pity. Um, I took great offence at God, that he seemed to have left me, that it didn't feel like he was near, that I had given up everything for him and yet he had brought me to this hard country to live in. All of that became a place that ended up in in me being very depressed. Mm-hmm. Looking back now, I look at it and I can honestly say I am so grateful that I went through that. Yeah. I'm so grateful because as a result of that, I have learnt to apply um, some really important principles to times of trials and times of discouragement and times of disappointment and times of pain. Mm. Yes, so... Yeah, I know that I know that's been really real for you. And um, actually, it's been a great blessing to me. Um, you have led us as a couple in, in learning those lessons that, that God is good, regardless of how we feel. And um, you've also helped very many other people as well, haven't you? What, the, the sort of feelings that you've had are not uncommon, are they? No, they're not. And, and last week, or la- last time we did a podcast, we talked about pouring our complaint out to God. And I look back at those years in Pakistan, and I didn't do that. What I did was I just, I blamed God. I took mm. great offence at God. It, it didn't occur to me that I could just say to God, listen, this is what it feels like, God. This is what it feels like. And then simply ask him for the solution. Yeah. I, I, I took great offence. I blamed him. I was angry with him. I, I, I wrote with, you know, with great emotion in my diary about him. I judged everything that was going on completely from the wrong perspective, completely. And and basically, it, it wrecked our time there, and we had to come home early. Mm. And um, yeah, it felt that that felt like a big disappointment to us. Um, it was a disappointment to, to us at the time, but we can say that the trial was worth it. Yes, because if we hadn't gone through that, or if I hadn't gone through that, I, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't be the person I am today. Uh, it took the trial. It takes the trials to expose what's in us. And that trial exposed a really warped understanding of who God is and who I am. Yeah, warped, but probably not uncommon. <laughs> no. Because you've been helping very many people, haven't you, to, to come to those same conclusions about God being good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So so now when a trial comes, it's quite simple. It's quite simple. There are choices that we have to make. Either we look at the trial and we go down the route of, oh my goodness, this is terrible. How are we going to resolve this? This is awful. This is the worst thing that could have happened. Oh my goodness. What am I going to do now? I don't believe this is happening. Why is this happening, God? Why me? We can go down that route and that's the route I went down. Or we can go down the route of, 
Okay, this is really difficult. This is unexpected. This is quite a shock. I'm going to go to my room and I'm going to shut the door and I'm going to talk to my heavenly dad about this. And I'm going to tell him how I'm feeling. And I'm going to sit and I'm going to wait and I'm going to let him talk back to me. And because I know he's good and because I know he loves me, I know there's a solution to this. It may not be immediate, it may take a while, it may be painful, it may be difficult, but there will be a solution. And through it all, I am still his beloved daughter. Through it all, he is still my good, good heavenly dad. Mm. And that changes everything. That makes all the difference. Yeah. And and when you when you when any of us have gone through a trial and we have learnt that God is good and He comes through for us, then it means we can face bigger trials, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think finance became an issue for me in the last year since so, since we came back from Pakistan. Whilst we were at Pakistan, I wasn't really bothered at all about money. When we came back, I got into into making provision for myself for ourselves, wanting to get. I became reliant upon myself really as a doctor earning reasonable money, getting a house that we could afford. God, I believe, led us into a challenge financially over the over recent, fairly recent years. He led us to, he led me to set up a charity, a sort of not-for-profit organisation, helping people with addictions. And what happened for us was, was we had to move house several times. And each time we moved house, we lost a lot of money. And, and the, the thing was, God was led us in in that way there was there's just sort of no doubt in my mind and the most recent move we moved to brighton on the south coast of england we found ourselves in a situation where we couldn't sell the house that we previously lived in in birmingham and we got a big mortgage on it we were also having to pay rent in in brighton which was quite expensive brighton's a pretty expensive place to live and in addition to that we were working for a charity that couldn't afford to pay us so it was a it was a real trial. It certainly was for me financially, and I do remember spending many times, maybe three or four in the morning, thinking, "Oh God, how am I going to cope? How how are we going to get through this next month? There's no money." And what happened is that one way or another, God came through. I mean, actually, it was when we did sell our house in Birmingham, and that was that was one of the ways of provision. You know, just when we absolutely had no way of getting through the next period of time our house in Birmingham sold but then we had to use that money basically to 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 keep the charity going again that's something we really felt God had led us to do and we just had a cycle of of running out of money and then God came through and it was say it was it was liberating for me I I now have faced I'm now facing other problems um, and it's it is a joy to have come through problems in the past who which have been difficult and now to be able to say, well, God, you've done it before, you can do it again. And um, that's that's a, that's a great place to be, isn't it? So this week we have, we don't need to go into the details, but we've faced a, a fresh disappointment, something that has tempted us to be pretty discouraged. And it's been great to spend, spend time together, listening to some good teaching, doing some doing some reflecting, praying. And, and the message that's really encouraged me is that um, every problem has a provision. And the greater the problem, the greater the provision. And that's, that's exciting, I think. Um, yeah. 
I think uh, the the thing that struck me again today with um, the time we've put aside uh, with with God today is is that when the difficulties come and they surely will come, is is we can embrace them or we can struggle with them, and <clears throat> when we moved to Birmingham. That was another difficult period of time for me because it felt like God just stripped everything away from me. Well, he did. He stripped everything away from me. And um, I was left with no job, with no role, with no ministry, with no apparent purpose, inverted commas. And I struggled and I fought and I cried and I wept as I had done in Pakistan. And it didn't really get me anywhere and i i have since learned that the the that the right response in a difficult situation in a situation that's overwhelming that is hard to understand is to embrace it mm. as a means of growing absolutely into the image of jesus yeah it's to embrace it and to say to the lord okay this is another <clears throat> another trial so, so Lord, who are you for me mm. in this situation? And, and and help me to use this trial to become more like Jesus. Yeah. To become more patient, to become kinder, to be more self-controlled, to be more faithful, to receive his peace. Whatever it is, every trial can be used to make us more like Christ. Mm. Yeah, and, and in one way or another, the trials just help us to to really remember what life's about because it's so easy, isn't it, for us to get caught up with life and we can we can lose focus on what we're actually here for. I I'm of I'm of the opinion that the best thing that we can ever do with our lives is is to to find our true relationship with God, to learn that we are children, sons and daughters of a very loving Heavenly Father. And anything that helps us to, to rely on that is, is, is worth it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That, and that is why in, in that verse in James, it talks about a joy in the trial, because you can be sure that when a trial comes, at the end of it, you're going to be different you're going to be different to who you were when you entered it. Yeah. If if you have this attitude of, okay, okay, I am not going to let this trial be wasted. Yeah, I will not waste this opportunity that I have to become more like Jesus because it's in the trials that we are refined. It is not when life is smooth and easy and everything's going well that those times do not refine us. It is the trial that refines us, and we have to lean into God in the trial if it's not a wasted explosion of emotion, which, you know, the Pakistan years were for me and the Birmingham years, really, until I, until I finally got hold of this. Yeah, absolutely. That, um, that phrase I, I quoted from a talk we heard, the greater the problem, the greater the provision, I mean, I believe that very often is the case in in the natural. So, if if your financial, if you're having a health 
or a financial challenge, then God will most often come through with provision in terms of health or finance. But actually what we do need to remember is that ultimately the most important thing is that the provision, the great provision is God himself, isn't it? Yes. A, a verse that I like to to ponder on it is that for Abraham, who before he became Abraham, in, in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, um, we read these, I'll read these words. After these things, and this was after Abram had been in conflict, he had had that experience with Melchizedek. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. And God said to Abram, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. And at the end of the day, whatever trial we're going through, the, the greatest thing that we can really learn is that God is our, our great reward. And that's liberating. Yeah, absolutely. We, we so quickly just want to get through it and get out the other end and carry on our life as it as it was before but that's not how god sees it no there's there's a there's a refining and a learning and a growing into christ likeness in the trial mm-hmm. that's Absolutely. why we have to embrace the trial and that's why we can count it joy absolutely and another aspect i think of of difficulties is that they can help us to get an eternal perspective and and that's absolutely true for many people we've just been hearing about people um suffering for their faith in in iran where the church is actually thriving and what we hear is that people one of the things that that can be said about them is they they do not love their lives so much to to as to shrink from death and when you when you get to the point where actually you recognise that this life is not all that there is, and our lives really take on meaning when we when we have an eternal perspective, and that's certainly something that Paul had, isn't it? His his just a couple of verses from Paul's experience, two Corinthians chapter four. He, Paul lists various trials and difficulties he has, and he describes them as light and momentary afflictions relative to the eternal glory. And in Romans eight. Verse 18, Paul says, um, I consider these present sufferings as nothing compared to the glory that awaits. Mm. So in, anyway, in, in response to this, this, um, this week of considering trials, we've written a new meditation for um, Live From Rest. And Lucinda's going to record that in just a short while. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, if you've got our app, which I hope you have, you can listen to a meditation which is joy in the trials and we take that verse from James and we choose to consider that we can take joy in our trials so do have a listen to that meditation if you're going through a trial at the moment hopefully by tomorrow it will for sure be on the Apple version of the app and very soon on the Android version we do hope that you're enjoying our app if you haven't downloaded it already do go to the App Store or to Google Play and download it now and discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus. So, thank you, Lucinda. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll close it there for now. If you're enjoying these podcasts, do please rate us or review us and share us on social media. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.